Well, good morning and praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back to Kina's Corner. I'm so glad that you joined me on this morning. Now, if this is your first time joining us, go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Go ahead and share it. Let someone know that Kina's Corner is on and we are getting ready to get in the word. Amen. Also, uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook as well at Sakina Moore Ministries. Um, follow us on there so you can get other ministry updates and find out things that we're doing in the ministry as well. Amen. Glory to God. So as usual, I start my morning off with a cup of coffee that's nice and hot because I enjoy drinking the uh, something nice and warm in the mornings. Amen. Well, Again, thank you guys for joining me on this morning. So on today, we're going to be continuing what we started on last week, the armor of God. So, and we're going to be in Ephesians chapter number six, and uh, we're going to be starting at about verse number 10, and then we're going to go down to about number uh, uh, 18. And so on last week, we talked about uh, the, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is going out a little bit. So last week we talked about the belt of truth. We talked about the breastplate of righteousness. We also talked about uh, the shoes of the gospel of peace. And we said that when you wear a belt, you uh, wear it close to your body. Your belt tends to hold up your pants. Uh, and sometimes, you know, women may wear even a belt around their waist. And when they wear a belt, belts are worn close to the body. Now, in the uh, Roman soldier days, the soldiers would wear belts to carry heavy weapons and artillery around their waist because it was easier to carry and to manage around their waist which kind of freed up their hands to do other things at times. Just like when you see a police officer, they wear the belt around their waist, their holster, which carries their weapons. It carries their billy cubs, it carries their, uh, their gun, it, it carries their taser. It carries their weapons nice and clean close to their waist. And it's also easy to access them because they always just you know, reach down and grab them. Glory to God. And we talked about the uh, the belt of truth is the foundation of the word of God that equips us in our spiritual battles to fight. Glory to God. And see, when we put on the belt of truth, the truth of God's word, we're not misled by false doctrines and false teachings because we get in the word for ourselves, and we com compare God's word to our belief and we trust God's word over everything. And we talked about the breastplate of righteousness. Again, in the uh, Roman, you know, back in the days, the Roman soldiers, they would wear breastplates around their upper body part to protect their vital organs, the lungs, your li uh, lungs, liver, your heart, um, kidneys, things like that, and so forth. So because these particular, this particular area is very vulnerable 
as well. So one strike a blow, you know, in the wrong place, it could lead to instant death. And that's why when you see police officers, many of them, especially when they're going into a dangerous situation, they have on what? A bulletproof vest to protect them from if someone uh, begins to shoot at them. That bulletproof vest is a layer of protection that catches those bullets to keep them from piercing through and causing uh, instant death. And we talked about when you put on the best prayer of righteousness, the uh, righteousness comes from the word decaos. Greek, which means character, conduct, our actions, the way we act. When we put on the breastplate of righteousness, we do what's right, just, proper. We act in a way that tends to lead to upright. Why? Because we want to please God. We want to come before God with clean hands and a pure heart. So when you put on the breastplate of righteousness, it speaks of your lifestyle and your conduct. Uh, so many times our lifestyle we live and the things we do makes us vulnerable to the attacks of this uh, enemy and a lot of our actions, thoughts and things lead to sin. But when we put on the breastplate of righteousness, glory to God, we conduct ourselves in a way that will help us combat sin, glory to God. And Romans 8 and 6, it says, so letting our sinful nature control our mind leads to death, but letting the spirit control our mind leads to life. So when we put on the breastplate of righteousness, we are led by the spirit. We let the spirit control our mind. That's why the word tells us it's important to renew our mind with the word of God. Hallelujah. We, we're already born with a sinful nature, but it's up to us to decide to do what's right. We have to uh, decide to live a life based on God's word rather than our desires. So when we put on the breastplate of righteousness, glory to God, we want to obey God's word and his commandments, and we want to live in a way that's pleasing to him. And then we also talked about the shoes of the gospel of peace. Now, could you imagine if you were in a serious battle, a war zone, or even the Roman soldiers out fighting without shoes on? Especially when they're walking through different areas, you may have debris, it could be broken glass or anything, you know, sticks, stones, those type of things. When you're in battle, if you're stepping on that stuff with your feet, it can hurt your feet, right, and cause you to be more vulnerable to an attack. Just imagine a police officer in high pursuit with someone running down the pavement with no shoes on. Their feet can get hurt or damaged, right? Especially de uh, depending on the weather conditions. If it's hot outside, really extremely hot, like it is here in Texas, you don't want to walk outside barefoot because why? It's so hot sometimes the ground can burn your feet and hurt. Or it can be so cold sometimes that the cold can hurt and damage your feet. Glory to God. So we put on the shoes of the gospel of peace Glory to God, which equips us when we're walking through rough areas in our life. Glory to God. And John 16 and 33, it says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take my heart. I have over." 
overcome the world. James tells us to rejoice when we go through different trials and tribulations, that the trying of our faith work in patience. And when patience has its perfect work, we are wanting uh, nothing, glory to God. So our choose the gospel of peace, receiving God's peace helps us walk through air, uh, tough areas in our life, glory to God. It lets us know that God is with us. When we have confidence in knowing God is with us, we know that he will take care of us and that he's always with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so the next one is the shield of faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, a shield is a form of protection as well. Now, the Roman soldiers, uh, they will have the shields, you know, uh, it's usually like you put it in your hand or sometimes it's like your arm go through it and it extends out forward, right? So a shield uh, can protect you sometimes from things you can't see. Glory to God. Just like police officers sometimes when they're in uh, and the SWAT team, they have shields, right? When they're like in a, a, a riot or uh, a dangerous protest situation or they're called to a situation where, you know, if someone is extremely dangerous, uh, presumed to be extremely dangerous, you'll see them a lot of times with shields. So those shields sometimes can protect them against things that they can't see, things that are for people throwing uh, bottles, glass, uh, and different things like that. So that shield can protect them, glory to God. Hallelujah. So we put on the shield of faith. Hebrews 11 and 1 tells us now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. See, faith is not a feeling, glory to God. Faith means that we place our hope and our confidence in God and we trust in God's word and we trust in his promises, glory to God. So it is important that we put on the shield of faith and that we have get faith in God's word and in God's truth. Glory to God. We have faith in knowing that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins, that we may receive eternal life. Also, it says that the shield of faith protects us against the fiery darts of the enemy in verse number 16. Now, the fiery darts of the enemy, the enemy is not at times throwing bricks and stones and shooting bullets and things like that at you, but many times the enemy will place doubt, fear, anxiety, uh, those type of things will try to come upon you to make you do what? To make you doubt God's word and God's promises. Glory to God. So when we take up the shield of faith, we allow ourselves to be protected against those attacks, glory to God, because the enemy is persistent, glory to God. He wants to weaken us through fear. He wants to weaken us through unbelief. Anytime we get a prophetic word or God speaks a word over our life, guess what? That word is attacked because the enemy wants to weaken that word in our life because he doesn't want God's word to come to pass in our life. And what we got to do is stand strong in our faith in God. Mark eleven twenty two 22 says, have faith 
in God. So Hebrews 11 and 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. So we have to build ourselves up and take on the shield of faith and have faith in God's word and in God's promises, glory to God. So not only should we be rooted in the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, and the put on the shoes of the gospel of peace, but we got to take on the shield of faith that we can combat the fiery darts of the enemy. The word tells us that, that God has given us power to tread and to trample over the enemy, glory to God. So we got to recognize the power that we have in us and utilize that power. Stand on God's word, stand on his promises. Faith is being sure that God will keep his promises, glory to God. When we walk by faith and not by sight, it influences the way we live. Why? Because we put our hope and our confidence and our trust in God. And when we do that, we obey him and we follow him. Glory to God. We desire to please God in every area of our life, no matter what. If we make a mistake, we're quick to repent because why? God, I want to please you because I trust you. I don't trust in myself. I trust in you. God, I want your will and your way to be done in my life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then it talks about uh, the helmet of salvation. Now, the helmet of salvation, salvation is uh, pictured as a helmet protecting an essential part of our body. Now, it will be very full of Stupid for a soldier, to, uh, especially back in the Roman days, to go into battle without some type of helmet on. Even the army, when they go into battle, they got what? Helmets on to protect their heads. Why? Because you may have blizz flying. You may have someone trying to hit you across your head with an object. So helmets are for our protection. It's a vital, another vital piece of the armor that God wants us to put on. Even in uh, dangerous riots and protests and when the SWAT team is called out, when there's a shooter or something, what? They always have on their helmets. Glory to God. <clears throat> so we put on the helmet of salvation by believing Jesus Christ died on the cross from our sins and rose from the dead. See, the helmet not only is it believing that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and that he rose from the dead, the helmet of salvation also protects us um, from giving up. From uh, Sometimes we may get discouraged. Sometimes we may want to give up. Sometimes we may lose hope. But knowing that we are saved, glory to God, knowing that we have salvation in Jesus Christ, knowing that our hope and our assurance is in our Lord and Savior, it gives us encouragement, glory to God. See, when we receive the helmet, uh, when we receive for salvation, we confess our sins and believe in God's word, glory to God. Hallelujah. So the helmet of salvation helps us. It encourages us because why? We know that at the end of this life, 
Hallelujah. If we've surrendered and given ourselves over to God, that we're going to inherit eternal life with our Father. Glory to God. So it can keep us from being discouraged because we know, hallelujah, glory to God, that things on this earth is just temporal, it's just temporary, that there's a bigger picture, that there's something more for us, glory to God. So even though we may experience things and even though we may excuse me, get discouraged at times. When we put on our helmet of salvation, it helps us to be encouraged. It helps us to be empowered. It gives us strength and assurance that God is going to triumph no matter what. See, God at the end, God is going to triumph. God's word will not return back to him void. Glory to God. God is going to win in the end. So we got to put on our helmet of salvation. Although we live in a world that's corrupt and full of sin, our helmet of salvation protects us in a way it protects our mind. Why? Because again, the world tells us to renew our mind, to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And we renew our mind with the word of God, by understanding the word of God, by studying his word, applying his word to our life and living a life that is pleasing to him. Glory to God. And then the final one is the sword of the spirit. Now, the sword of the spirit is a very dangerous tool when sharpened. Now, swords are dangerous. Uh, in the natural realm, they're dangerous tools. When the Roman soldiers will pull out their sword, guess what? They can cause damage. Peter chopped off the man's ear with the sword, right? Jesus took the ear and put it back on the man. Uh, if someone hits you or come at you with a sword, it could cut through a limb. It could pierce through the body. So we, we put on the sword of the spirit in times of battle. It helps us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It sharpens us, glory to God. Hebrews 4 and 12 says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than a double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing the soul and the spirit joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. So the sword of the spirit is a powerful and dangerous too. Through God's word, through the sword, glory to God, his word, it helps us to distinguish between things that are right and wrong. When you have the sword of the spirit uh, fighting on your side, when you have God's truth, you know what's right and wrong. And you live in a way, and you know that you can live in a way that is free from sin. You don't have to be bound from sin. God's word is true, and we have confidence in knowing that God's word is a powerful weapon. When the enemy comes to attack us, to attack our mind, we can speak the word back to the enemy, glory to God. Just like Jesus in Matthew chapter 4, the word, it tells us that he was led into the wilderness by the spirit to be tempted, to be tested, glory to God. But what did Jesus do? Every time the devil tempted him in an area, he spoke the word back. When the devil told him to turn the stones into bread, he said, man should not live by bread alone, but out of every word that proceeds out 
of the mouth of God. Glory to God. So we got to use the word, which is a powerful sword. Glory to God. If you speak sick in your body, you speak the word over your life. I will live and not die. It's uh, by his stripes I am healed. Healing is the children's bread. It is God will that I prosper, that we prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prosper. If you're going into fin in financial difficulties, you speak the word over your finances that I've more, I have more than enough. Glory to God. If that if I keep seeking ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, guess what? All things are going to be added to me. Glory to God. I have everything that I need. You got to speak the right thing. Speak the word of God to your situation, whatever it is, whatever area you're being tempted in, whatever area you've been tested in, you speak and apply the word of God to your life in that area to combat the enemy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See, we can't fake this battle alone in ourselves. We only can do it with God's help. That's why when we're fighting and facing trials, we need to take his word and apply it to our situation. Applying God's word to our situation gives us peace in knowing that God is on our side. And in Romans 8 and 31, it says, if God is for us, then who can be against us? So it doesn't matter who's against us. We know that God is for us and that he's standing for us, glory to God, and that he's given us powerful weapons to use, hallelujah, to combat the enemy. And so that's why it's important to put on the full armor of God. Hallelujah, glory to God. That's why the word says, after you've done all you can to stand, to stand therefore and put on the full armor of God. Why? Because our armor is powerful weapons that helps us combat the enemy, glory to God, that keeps us from falling, glory to God, that keeps us from going back, that keeps us from giving up, that keeps us from getting discouraged. It gives our strength, glory to God, because we know, hallelujah, that God is with us, glory to God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So I just wanted to encourage you on today to no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're going through, just begin to put on the full armor of God. Begin to meditate on the armor of God. Begin to use the tools that God has given us. See, God has given us everything that we need to combat the enemy, and he's here to help us. Glory to God. He is our help, glory to God. But we got to use the weapons that he has given us, glory to God. Just like if you have a debit card and you need to go pay your rent and you got and your rent is twelve hundred dollars and and you got uh somebody say you got ten thousand dollars in your account. If you never take that card, hallelujah, and go use it and apply it, then guess what? Your rent won't be paid. We got to use and apply the weapons that God has 
has given us glory to God. Hallelujah. Because we are fighting a spiritual battle, not a natural battle. And we can't fight a spiritual battle in the natural. So that's why we got to put on the armor of God. The things that he's given us to strengthen us, to equip us. Hallelujah. That we can stand and that we can fight and that we can go forth. Hallelujah. And we can conquer. Hallelujah. The enemy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So God bless everyone. That's all I wanted to share with you on today. Again, if you haven't already done so, go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe, uh, share. If you would like to be a blessing to the ministry, if you would like to sow a seed, you can click in the bio and you can go to Sakina Moore Ministries or .com or foodinternetwork.com and you can sow a seed. Uh, if you would like to partner with us, every third Saturday of the month, we go out and feed the homeless. Uh, this Saturday, uh, this uh, month, we're going out on the 19th, uh, which is right before Thanksgiving. And I already have a few people that has, you know, decided to partner. Shout out to See How Barbecue, who's going to... Uh, partner with us to, you know, help provide some meat and stuff for the homeless because we want to give them a nice meal for Thanksgiving. So if that's you and then God touched your heart, maybe you want to, if you're in the uh, SA area and you want to go out and help us pass our place, you want to go out and pray for the homeless, uh, you just want to go out and help us. Or if you just want to partner, you want to sow a seed, five, 10, 15, $20, whatever, every little bit counts. The word tells us if you give to the poor, you lend to God. Hallelujah. And it tells us that the poor will always be among us. So it's our job and our duty to help those that are in need. Why? Because we may be in need one day. Also, if you haven't done so already, if you'd like to purchase a copy of my book, Food in the Word, it's an inspirational cookbook. Glory to God. You can purchase this book. It's available on Amazon. It's also available on Barnes and Nobles. You can access it on my website as well. Um, and you can be a blessing to the ministry that way. Amen. So God bless everyone. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, we really appreciate your support. We really do because we can't do it alone. And our goal is to empower, inspire, and encourage you to trust God. And so we got some more things that's coming up. We got some exciting news coming. We got some things that's going to be uh, coming out, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So we're so excited. So God bless you. We love you in Jesus' name. And there's nothing you can do about it. Be blessed.